Hi, listener. This is Kathleen. I don't intend to get in the habit of preempting the episode like this, but there won't be any new music or sound design this week. It just didn't get to a place where I was happy with it this week. But I do respect your time and wanted to make sure that I released on schedule. If you see another episode 29 in your feeds later on, it'll be a uh, more gussied up version of the podcast. So look forward to that. We'd like to thank Jeremy Long of jmlongmusic.com and librarysoundrecording.com for booking us on short notice to record this episode in person. Also, major thank you to Rhea. Kat very much appreciated your birthday wishes on a very difficult week. And yes, I hope that you had a good Valentine's Day too. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. Water, be it fresh water or salt, shapes everything it comes into contact with. Over ages, it shapes a species, sculpts it into a fierce maritime predator. Over centuries, it shapes a stony island into a lush beach. Over decades, it shapes a man into a sailor and a sailor into a captain. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. host cat a giant bird with me today are giant bird kirsten hi giant bird nick i'm also a giant bird and giant bird kathleen <laughs> giant bird <laughs> giant bird this is giant bird episode everybody the time is the time has come for giant bird the time has come for giant bird if y'all couldn't see it coming beforehand um it, it's been it's been hinted at quite a bit so <laughs> Hinted at. <laughs> Hinted at. Hinted, quote, quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> the subtle the subtle hints that I planted last episode were that we would be having uh, a formal encounter with the giant bird today. The subtle hints where we had started a formal encounter with the giant bird. Also, for those of you out in listener land, uh, we're actually in person with each other today. Yay! Yeah, we're coming at you not live, but we're coming at you from Library Sound in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, shout-outs to Jeremy at Library Sound. Cool dude, awesome guy. Uh, we got in here, like, pretty short notice, so big ups to him. Um, Kat, we will probably should put his, like, info, that kind of stuff. Like, give him a shout-out. That would be civilized of us. It would be. Okay. All right, wieners. The time has come to roll me adaptability tactics. Okay, you have all the dice, so we need we need dice from you. I have uh, I, I want to roll real dice. Heck yeah. Real dice, real dice. No. I'm going to keep doing the fun. I'm going to use real dice because I want to be petulant today. Heck yeah. I mean, more than usual. Oh, God. We're on the car ride here, and Nick's like, okay, we're running a little late, so nobody goof off. We're just going to sit down. We're going to get right to it. <laughs> we are We are getting right to it, and that involves getting dice. Normally, see, dear listener, we talk for like 20 minutes about whales, which, you know, you don't hear that because our, our sound editing genius, Kathleen, Takes it's not going to help at all. First of all, that's a 10. <laughs> oh, no, it's got the zero on it. You're right. Oh, you are such a fake geek girl. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got three successes. Are we doing, a, like, adaptability tactics or are we doing, like, tactics order thing? 
We're doing adaptability tactics for order. Yes. So it's not three successes. It's whatever you add them to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's eight for Tessa. 21. Wow. Penelope is zippy today. So the first action that I'm taking is, oh, there's one more person who has to roll adaptability tactics. Give me a second. Yeah, the bird. I rolled for the bird. Oh, Clara. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who might be a bird? We don't know. Clara's not a bird. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Clara, not a bird. Cannon. Cannon. All right. So here's how this encounter is going to work. Bird big. Mm -hmm. Bird huge. Bird quite large. Chonky bird. Bird quite large. This is going to be largely a time management encounter. Because you guys have stated that your goal is not to harm bird. Yes, our goal is to scare bird away. And hopefully Clara is doing that for us. Or at least Clara is developing the scaredy bomb. So, Tissa, what do? Hmm. So, attention has been gotten... I guess the, I don't know. Um, I'm going to see if I can do a zigzaggy, runny thing to activate the prey drive. Serpentine. The serpentine. serpentine. Okay. And so I'm going to claim that that is daring navigation. You know what? Yeah. Daring navigation. I'm, yeah. One success, two edges, which is not great, but it's something. I mean, you were trying to convince it to do something it was already pretty into. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it is circling your position. Clara, from the deck, turns to Cobb and says, Okay, this is not gonna, this is gonna take a minute. <laughs> this is. Well, I asked them to buy us at least about 10, so you've got a little bit to go, Clara. Okay, bye! All right, no, I'm coming with you. Bye, we need Cobb. to. Uh, Cobb is going to follow her, even if she is like, No, I'm like, Yes. Yeah, uh, Clara scurries down into the into her lab and starts like gathering materials. I will stay out of your way, but I need to move the gun to the deck. There's a winch for that. Then I'm on that. Cobb's on it. Cobb is going to start moving the gun up to the deck. Just turn that thing. Just turn that thing lots. All right, we turn the thing lots. Big lots. Yeah. There's a large crank mounted, not down in Clara's lab, but on the deck that you can hear the clank of chains as you start turning it. There is some sort of elevator here. I didn't know if we had an elevator or not. Yeah, it's a okay. cannon elevator for cannons. It's a cannon elevator for cannons. Okay. So, Penelope time. So, when we were last with the bird, she was kind of like flying not too far from the treetops, uh, helping keep that glittery spell, right? So, the bird has taken off following Tissa. Penelope is going to stay airborne. But she is going to shoot not at the bird, but arrows kind of, again, maybe with a little bit of, like, sparkliness on them to kind of draw the bird in the direction Tissa's trying to draw the bird away from the ship. So I'm going to say that would be adaptability riding to kind of be mount or You're long shooting range. it, right? Yeah, yeah, long range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pester would be a really good spell piece. That would Ooh. be. Whoa, I like that. I like Pester a lot. And that's why you can't have it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we had to nerf the familiar demon. <laughs> one success, one edge success. Um, That's actually, that's not going to hit. Okay. That's going to sail right past it. It's it's uh, not going to notice it at all, hey? Yeah. It's circling fairly high at this point. Okay. You do, in fact, miss. It's time for a new round. 
Cobb is going to continue the cannon winch elevator. Okay. He will roll daring athletics for this because he is trying to get things done fast, like speed of sound. Do it. Do it. And I think it's good that you're rolling on this because you got to put in all of his efforts. Got to do maximum efforts yeah, because he rode real hard. Last time we determined that Cobb is out of his disgusting pirate energy drink, so he couldn't uh, he couldn't take a top up. So he's yeah. gonna he's gonna have some trouble. He's gonna have some troubles. Aren't aren't all energy drinks disgusting though? Like, isn't that a hat on a hat? So that was two successes, two edge successes. Okay, two successes and two edge successes is going to get the cannon most of the way to the deck. Okay, you can see the the hatch kind of automatically clunks down into place and you can see the cannon rising from below on its chains. That's what we need. Yeah. That big chain energy, big... <laughs> um, yeah. The big iron, but it's not on my hip. Oh, no. The big iron is not on my hip. It is on the deck. Big iron. Uh, bird circle, oh, bird watch. Bird circle, bird watch. Bird, yeah. bird circle, bird watch. I think that I'm going to... During navigation toward the tree line, but hopefully not too near the tree line to no longer be a good prey. You got to be that the sassy prey that's still prey like, but you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. ah, up. okay. Two successes, two edges for being a sassy prey. Um, okay. You, you think you managed to maintain its attention. It's still circling directly overhead. Cool. But now you are within the shade of the tree line. Maybe just a little bit more, a little bit more protected. Mm-hmm. Which leaves Penelope. So Penelope is going to stay airborne. Um, Penelope is going to try something. She's going to use her rodeo skills to try. Yes. <laughs> Round up that bird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Round up that bird. Round up. I mean, that this bird. is this is really cool, but also do remember Penelope that we are going to shoot a cannon at it at some point. I mean, we're not shooting like a deadly cannonball at it, but Oh my god. Yeah, no, cat, you can get Penelope attached to the bird 100 feet in the air. Okay, well, all right, Kirsten. What do you have in mind? So I'm thinking, like, uh, being as it's sort of like uh, when you would be herding cattle, a ri- it's a riding skill, right? Okay. So daring riding. Okay. All right. So are you trying to herd bird? Are you trying to ride bird? What are you trying? Trying to herd bird. You're trying to herd a bird. Yes. 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 Herd bird. Herd bird. Herd bird bird. Bird okay. herd. Okay. This is what you do, like if you have an emu ranch. <laughs> okay. What dice? What uh, dice have? What dice? Uh, two successes, three hedge successes. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where are you trying to herd it exactly? Like, what are you trying to get bird to do? Um, I kind of want to herd bird. Low enough so it's a little bit trickier for it to make sudden movements, like close to the tree line. So it's really hard for the bird to be as agile. Um, you know what? With If you keep those edge successes, the bird will immediately get a turn before moving to where you want it to be. Okay. Mm. The bird will act before moving to where you want it to be. You know what? I'll take that. You'll take that? Okay. It dives. Big dive. Big dive. Big bird, do big dive. Well, that is one success. 
All right. Which matches the hit difficulty for Tissa. It sure does. Which means it. The good news is it doesn't exceed it by enough to snatch. Yes. <laughs> which would have been unpleasant. That would have been bad. That would have been extremely unpleasant. It's probably already bad. I think what I'm going to do on that one is. Um, oh, what do you mean? I think. Let me check my notes. The bird got a. Bird has a big talon full of scarf, probably. The bird's got a talon full of scarf, and it does deal two damage. Oh, that could be way worse. Uh, yeah, that could have been way worse. And when it comes out of its dive, Penelope is in its way, and it is close to the tree line. Okay. Good. Cannot build up as much speed as it wants to now. Of course, it's not really a falcon, so it's probably not doing the, like... Ridiculous falcon dive? It's not the ridiculous peregrine falcon dive, but, like, more Delta V. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It could be a giant falcon. We've said it's an eagle, but it's, I mean, eagles don't get that big, False. so it's up to Cat. Yeah, and Cat has stated eagle. Okay. <laughs> but is it the eagles? So, with your permission, I think it's an eagle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, the bird is an eagle. That makes the rest of us Steely Dan. I just have to say that sigh was very satisfying because we all had it at the same time and we experienced it together in the same room. It was a very good sigh. <laughs> very much, satisfying. I am much more powerful in person. <laughs> <sighs> so time for a new round. Clara is down in her down zone. You're on the deck. You can't see what she's up to. I'm on the deck. We're still working the, the elevator. Okay. One more round of working the elevator brings it to the surface. Heck yeah. It kind of kachunks into place and several mechanisms chunk interlock into each other and cannon on deck. All right, cannon on deck. So the next thing Cobb has to do is obviously put it in a in the position that we need to actually aim at uh well, I guess aim near our large avian predator friend. Aim near bird. Who's not being very friendly right now, but it's it's because they're hungry. You know, sometimes you get hungry, you get cranky. I mean I've been there a lot. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. It's how it be. Tis a time. Tis a time. Um. Does Tissa have... Well, Tissa did get almost birded, so... Tissa's got, like, big bird problems. Got big bird problems. That looks like uh, three successes and two agents on understanding survival. I'm trying to uh, get into my bird brain trying to access the inner bird become one with the bird okay become one with the bird you understand the bird i want to become one with the bird so that i do not become one with the bird okay mm. oh using metaphysics to avoid the physics <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay with that much of an understanding role i could tell you that the bird was like watching you for a while before deciding to dive, mm -hmm. that this is core to how it hunts, mm -hmm. that observing its prey is an important part of its methodology. Okay. So that it it watches something for as long as it can before before attacking. Mm -hmm. So Tissa, by like going into the zone where it can't reach, might have been like forced its hand on that. Oh, Penelope forced its hand by getting it its way. Okay. Penelope forced its hand by getting it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as with the rest of us, Penelope forced the bird to try and eat something before she took it. 
Yep. I will say we do actually have somebody with a lot of experience on the job. We do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> so, um, I rolled dice. I guess is that the action? I'll let you make an action. Okay. Probably going to continue darting in and out of the tree line then. Okay. Penelope, what do? Can you remind me of the spell pieces again? I cannot. I, can. I have them. Give me. Just, oh, oh, you. You go. <laughs> um, that notebook is at home. She says between her two notebooks. <laughs> guided note, glittering, enchanted, and leaf. So, I am thinking of creating flying leaf to kind of act as blockers in front of the vision, make it harder for the bird to to see things. Okay. Get a big old, like, leaf smoke cloud. I think that's going to wipe the observation that it's done so far and interfere with its ability to observe next round. Okay. And I think I'm going to charge you, what, like, two scatter for that? That's not a huge effect. I don't think that Penelope has that much scatter left. If I remember correctly, I think I used six. Yeah. Last time. I think I have, like, four left. Maybe. But you used some on the ship, I thought, too. Mm. Didn't. Oh, I guess that that's. I, what, did, my, what did you do on the ship? Like, because uh, like the storm and, and getting onto the island, it's all, I think we've all, this has all been one day. Yeah, this has all been one day. Uh, in game, that's right. That's right. I can't remember how many I spent there. You know what? I can, t- I can just try to be a Penelope screen. Just sort of fly. In front of its eyes a bit. Oh, fly interference. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. I've watched much smaller birds harass hawks out of the area because, yeah. I mean, if your hunting requires on you diving on something and it's above you, hard to hard to hunt it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And so I will continue kind of like rustling it and keeping it in the directions that we want it to go. Two successes, two edge successes. Okay. Um, If you keep the edge successes, you will... Lock its attention on you. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Ye- yes. Penelope want, just wants to keep the bird away from ship and away from diving again. At least for now. You do need to bring it back over to the ship eventually. Mm, yes. Don't get too enthralled. <laughs> okay. And it is going to just lash out with its talons of Penelope. Because Penelope won't let it dive. Real mad at me. Oh, SpaghettiOs. Rolled real good? It did roll real good, and the difficulty to hit you is increased, but you do still take two damage. Okay. It catches both of you with one of its talons. It kind of flaps its wings forward to abruptly change direction, and you can hear the wind coming off enormous feathers. Next person I'm forcing to act is Tissa. I think that I am going to pass a two-point heal with a memory point. Okay. Actually, no, I should do the two points of scatter instead of two points of... Oh, that's a good idea. tons of health. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay, Cobb's turn. Um, Cobb is wheeling the cannon over to the ship, the part of the ship that we need to target the bird with. Roll me understanding athletics. One success, one edge success. One success will get it pointed roughly in the correct direction. Um, the more successes you have, the less time it's going to take Clara to get ready. However, because you're already spent from your rowing earlier, 
this is going to cost you your next turn if you keep the edge success. Um, yeah, I think I'll do it. Cobb definitely needs to make this easier for uh, for Clara because she's going to be one of the one doing most of the heavy, well, not the actual heavy lifting, but the plan heavy lifting. The metaphorical heavy lifting. Yeah. Cobb is doing the actual physical heavy lifting. Alrighty, which leaves us with Penelope. Um, so Penelope is worried about Holly. So what Penelope is going to do is she's going to say, you land, and she, she's going to attempt to get onto the bird. Holy shit. I guess you're rolling me daring riding, huh, bud? I sure am. Yeah, there's no real other choice here, huh? What could possibly go wrong? Nothing, nothing at all. Uh, two successes, two edge successes. You're going to need the edge successes. This is an extremely difficult thing to do. That said, if you keep the edge successes, the eagle is going to change location. You know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get okay. on. So um, Pollyanna, who has received a superficial wound to the side of her neck, and she's kind of got her feathers all ruffled, flies steady close to the eagle. And while she doesn't understand verbal commands, I think she understands where you're steering her. She hates it. You, I assume, managed to get your horrible lasso <laughs> yeah. around this enormous maritime eagle. And it is uh, beneath you roughly the size of a cow. Okay, okay. Its enormous back and wings are warm and firm and strong underneath you, and it hates this. <laughs> it lets out what I can best describe as a roar, a kind of scaled-up version of the rumbling, purring growl that bald eagles make. And, Cobb, you can hear this from the ship. The eagle roars and everybody stops for a second as the air is rung like a bell. And as it rears, it decides to give up on this portion of shoreline and moves back toward the beach. Mm. Okay, okay. And the eagle is now circling the beach. <sighs> and it begins to circle. Okay. Tissa. Hmm. Hmm. What could I get out of one scatter for searing glittering? I want Peril to not be able to acquire a target this turn. I don't think is that's probably too much for one scatter. No, I'll let you reset the counter I've got running for one okay. scatter. Great. Yeah. Tell me about searing glittering. Searing glittering between the setting sun and the surf and the bright sand on the beach, and all of the motion of all of the crew on the beach, it's just this giant noisy mess of bright lights and glinting metal from the crusaders who have weapons drawn, and it is just kind of driving the bird a little bit crazy. Okay, yeah. Its eyes are dazzled, and Penelope, you feel it totter, suddenly on the wind as its steady gaze has been disrupted and it lets out another one of those roars and uh, Cobb doesn't get to turn this round Clara is working Cobb is huffing and puffing and, and kicking himself for forgetting his terrible pirate energy drink <laughs> and now it's Penelope's turn I assume she's kind of up more around 
we would call the bird's like neck-ish area, right? Like that'd probably yeah. be the easiest way. Yeah, bird's have necks. Yeah, she's gonna take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold for the bird. Okay, uh, I guess you're rolling me daring athletics. I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. Mm. What could nothing possibly nothing. go wrong? <laughs> Two successes, four edge successes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> This sounds about right, actually. Let's be fair. Like, <laughs> oh Penelope is technically accomplishing what she's trying to do here, but, I mean, you are on the back <sighs> of a giant eagle, like, 100 feet in the air. <laughs> it's what she does. That is true. This is what she does. This is what she does. Um, if you keep your edge successes... You will prevent it from acquiring any new targets for two rounds because it's a lot of successes. It will focus the entirety of its anger upon you. I'm willing to take that. Okay. So tell us about Penelope's daring feat. So as she's riding the bird, she's been kind of like holding on with legs and hands. She is now just straddling the bird with her legs and takes off her jacket and crawls forward towards the head and fashions the jacket so that the jacket goes over the head and then uses the arms to tie around the back of the neck. And now the bird is like a hooded bird and cannot see. Penelope is also, during this time, uh, has the rope. She's fastened the rope to herself so that if falls, at least she's still attached to the bird and won't fall completely to the ground. So that she falls directly into the space where the claws are, you mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, the time has come for bird turn. I'm going to need some dice, probably. <laughs> yes, please roll me adaptability riding. Penelope should, at the very least, be pretty good at this. I think her adaptability is pretty high. Nope. <laughs> Never mind, then. Um, two successes. Uh, let's see. Oh, spaghetti. Look at all these the pips. Okay. No. Yeah, it's a good thing you mentioned that rope, huh? Because uh, the eagle begins to rise. Shit, okay. And after a second, you realize that it's not climbing. It's going to roll. It's doing a loop. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo, indeed. Woo-hoo, indeed. And as it reaches the apex of this loop, you lose your grip and drop. Okay. And your hasty rope harness has caught you by the waist, I assume, mm -hmm. hanging from bird. So bird upside down, mm -hmm. bird continuing, like the bird finishes its loop, and now you are hanging from the bird's head by your waist, dangling over the expanse of the glittering ocean. Okay. And how high is the bird now? Very. Okay. So it's not like it'd be like, cut rope, fall to ocean. No, it's too high. Okay. That would suck a lot for you. It would not be an intensely good life choice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Tissa is just going to have to run the hell to the other side of the island then. <laughs> Runs like hell. Check. Not going to make you roll for that. Run like hell. So Cobb. Ah, it's Cobb's turn again. Cobb is... Cobb is bearing witness to this. <laughs> Cobb is kind of hoping to himself that, again, Penelope remembered that the plan was to shoot a cannon at the bird. Well, right now, Penelope is hanging from bird. <laughs> you can see that the bird has something covering its face. 
Cobb has to do the hardest thing that he's ever done, which is trust Penelope that she knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he continues to set up the cannon. Yep. Look, sometimes you just have to trust your crew that even if they do something weird, and even if it seems crazy that they do know what they're doing and that it's important for you to trust them. <laughs> you can always trust Penelope. Even if empirical evidence states otherwise. It's an important team-building crew exercise. It's like the trust fall, but it's, you know, instead of trusting that you'll catch them, you trust that they won't be on the bird that you're trying to shoot with the cannon. You're trusting that they won't fall. Look, maritime trust and, like, piratic trust is very complicated, you know. Okay, so we trust that Penelope knows what she's doing. Does she? So, since the bird has the blindfold on, she's going to attempt to get back onto Polly and away from Bird. Okay. Is Polly anywhere near? Yes. Okay. Polly was ordered to land, but she doesn't speak English. This is true. This is true. She doesn't. And has been anxiously following Bird. Oh. Trying to figure out what's going on. Luckily, don't awe. It's a good thing for <laughs> no, you. No, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, poor, that's sweet. Polly's sweet. Like, Aww. it's a good thing for you that yeah. she doesn't speak English <laughs> or care about your authority. <laughs> no, it's, it's very sweet. She's very, she's very... This Aww. is not going to be an easy role. Okay. Okay. Um, Adaptability writing. Okay. Oof. Adaptability. Well, maybe Gosh. if you wouldn't do so much dumb crap that required you to improvise. <laughs> okay. Um, that is That is what I'm going to do. And uh, let's hope I can... That's only one success. I don't know. Like, I'm yeah. not going to. No, it's no. only one success. <laughs> That's not going to. Actually, here, if I get two or more successes on these, Polly does a good enough job of making up for you. <laughs> <laughs> go, Polly, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Polly is such a good elk. Aww. So you're, you're dangling from this giant eagle and you try to swing it toward Pollyanna and you're nowhere close. But she seems to observe what you're trying to do, flaps up closer to the eagle, and rises up underneath you so that you can grab onto her antlers. Sometimes trust isn't in the person, but it's in their cloud elk. It's, mm. Yeah, we, we, trust, we trust Polly more than we trust. As has been said before, Polly's the mature one in this, uh, in this duo. Polly's the grown-up. As I said, maritime trust between sailors and people who are not sailors is very complicated. So Polly did get an edge success. So here's what I'm going to, I'm going to give this bargain to you because bargaining with myself is not as fun as I make it sound. I have two. Yeah. One is that getting onto her because I have to land from on top and she's kind of, the antlers are near. I end up ba like getting um, hurt with the antlers a bit. I was actually going to say like um, you sliding off will remove the tension on the rope which is holding your, partially holding your jacket in place. You have bought us a lot of time already. Well, you've bought us one round of time. We don't know how long rounds are in the system. They could be anywhere from, I don't, maybe it's perfect time. Maybe she's bought the perfect time. And if I don't take the edge success, then I fall to my injury and or death. No, you don't get on Polly this turn. Um, you are still hanging from Eagle. Oh, I d don't like the idea of hanging from Eagle, but I also like having... You know what? I'm, I'm going to 
I think by now we've had enough time. I'm going to I'm going to take the land onto Polly. Okay. This is what Hotel California was actually about. Uh, explain this one further for us, please, Nick. If you make one more Eagles joke, I'm coming over there. <laughs> and she can. <laughs> She's like, I've already we're... got on the plane. Now all that remains is to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will leave it up to the listener's imagination then. <laughs> this, Kat, this is a fight that I will very obviously lose. I'm not taking that one. <sighs> Bird turn. <laughs> My notebook says bird. Okay. Um, bird can see. Um, bird is at beach. Bird is probably still angry at Penelope. Livid. Absolutely livid. But it kind of flexes its neck, and you can see that it's managed to catch one of your sleeves in its beak. Um, okay. And your jacket comes fluttering off its head. And it lets out another roar and begins a slow spiral. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, Tizza. Um. Hmm. How's Tissa doing on scatter? Uh, uh, add nine. Okay, so Tissa is very much not looking to start things magic right now. Uh, Tissa can... End things for Tissa for the rest of the encounter with magic right now. <laughs> this, is, this is something that Tissa is very capable of doing, yes. Yeah, Tissa is just like, look, I'm just going to check out. All right, have a good night. <laughs> night, night time. Done with this shit. We're going to try again tomorrow. <laughs> Let's see. Could Tissa have made it all the way across back to the beach in the time that we were talking about during Run Like Hell time? No, that's uh, it's a good deal longer of a trek. Okay. So I guess it's still run like hell time, and maybe the idea is going to be run to where the fire is. Okay. Tissa, run like hell. Stop. Uh, you, you, don't want, you don't want to make Ingles jokes. Now you're over here with the Jethro Tull. I see how it is. Yeah, I can do what I want. I'm the GM. It's your turn. Cobb is going to kind of yell down into the hold. Are you done? Are how are we looking down there? I like I can I can go anytime, but I might need more to work on this if you really don't want to hurt this giant bird. All right, let me know. I'll it's I'll get it in position. Hypothetically, it's ready anytime. I'll get back to you on that one. Okay. Cobb is going to wait and sort of see how Things are shaking out with this dramatic air battle between Penelope and the Eagle. Okay, speaking of which. I'm going to do interference again. Try to kind of get into its way. Daring riding. Roll it. Roll it. Four successes, one edge success. Well, four successes will do the trick. You definitely very much get in its way. It hates that. Its gaze, which was locked down on the beach, is now... Fixed on you. Okay. That being said, what the eagle does next is it gives a mighty flap of its wings. And you can feel this from where you are, Penelope. And you can feel the way it rustles through uh, Polly's feathers. Tosses your hair in your face. But the, um, the eagle rises up. The eagle gains altitude. Uh-oh. A fair amount of it. And it is Tissa time. Okay. Can I start an arpeggio 
with one of the Crusaders that is part of the crew? Um, yes, I'm not going to give you an action. I'm, I'm going to say, like, your action this turn is to continue running. You can then do a party action to start an arpeggio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So remind the listeners what Tissa's arpeggio does. The Wandering Magus arpeggio is that whoever accepts the arpeggio will restore five scatter. Okay. So I guess I could have done that earlier. But yeah. Whatever. I changed my mind like three times. And yeah. now I've made up my mind to do it this time. Okay. That means I have to add the crew too. Okay. Actually, because now I have to look at something. <laughs> look what you've made me do. Look what, look what has happened. Why is this not in my iBooks yet? What a fool I've been. What are you looking for? I've got the manual in front of me right now. Oh, I've got the... I do too. I Turns out I already had it open. Mm. You thought it was Twitter, but it was me, the manual, all along. Mm. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, the next thing that happens is... It's Cobb's turn. Yay. Okay. So, it looks like... Penelope and Bird have kind of uh, separated for now. Uh, Cobb is going to call down to Clara. Are, are we? How are we looking again? I think we're ready. I think. Okay, okay, okay. This might sting a little. All right, and and Cobb is going to uh, get the get the cannon ready. I'm on my way. I would imagine like he's gonna pack the powder, all that kind of pre-game show stuff that we need. That way she can just get the shot or whatever she's got in there. Okay. Then we can pack it down and get it ready. All righty. So the crusader that you pass the arpeggio to passes to another one. Passes the crusader arpeggio shoulder to shoulder, who then passes that one to their commanding officer. Ah. Who now has five scatter and a difficulty of six to hit. <laughs> <laughs> and is like standing near the sick tent, still leaning very heavily. On one of the crew members, but standing, which is impressive. Impressive. It is Penelope time. Um. So Penelope is going to. She's still close to the bird. Oh no, the bird went up. Yeah, bird went up. So Penelope got to scatter. Um. She's going to. No, that is stupid. I don't want to do that. Stupid oh. enough that Kirsten doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if that's been stopping you, but I also don't know what it is you're thinking. So, I mean, maybe I'm in the wrong here. So, so this is my thought. Uh, using my two scatter to cast Enchanted Flying. That is one of the words, right? Enchanted? Oh, no, that's Guided. Apparently my writing is terrible. No, no Enchanted, enchanted is yeah. one of the words here, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I guess it depends on what you say the bird's behavior is like, but does the bird, if if I fly in a certain way that, like, makes the bird have a, like, a signal of, like, hey, I'm a cool bird, too, kind of thing, like, a, almost like a, a mating dance or something like that? I don't think that eagles are generally social. <laughs> First of all, no, they're not. Eagles are not typically social. Okay. Second of all, it is hunting right now. So, yeah, no, no, no. I, I guess, Kirsten, you are... Are you trying to are... bugs bunny this eagle into thinking you're a sexy lady eagle? 
uh, was sort of my thought, but I guess it it it, it probably would be really hard to distract it because it is hunting. Kirsten, you're at the grocery store. You're shopping for groceries, and someone comes up to you and starts hitting on you. <laughs> this is what you're doing right now. This is what you're doing to this eagle. The eagle's uh, in the meat aisle. It doesn't want to talk to you. Oh, uh, um. Well, that will definitely get the eagle to stop focusing on on the group on the shore, at least. Uh, I mean, I could keep just running interference, I guess. Try to keep getting in its way. Okay. Sorry to know and you there, but... No, 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 no. No, that's fair. Um, uh, just one success, one edge success. Um, that'll do the trick. It is focused on you. Okay. It was anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Tissa, you've arrived at the camp. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, great. My mind is just, like, sort of running in circles right now, so maybe that's what Tissa does. Maybe Tissa just, like, is continuing to running, maybe, like, runs toward the fire, isn't sure what she can do with the fire, and, like, keeps moving because she doesn't know what else to do. Okay. I'm going to waste my turn, everybody. I'm sorry. No. What happens, actually, before you can do that? You get interrupted. Mm-hmm. Because somebody is going to spend a memory point to give you two scatter. Hooray. <laughs> I think like Marcus can recognize what it looks like when you're <laughs> tissing very hard. Marcus is amazing. He's doing his best. He's doing his best. Look, he came out of his fever to find A, that he felt horrible, and B, that everything had gone to shit. <laughs> you're being hunted by a giant bird. And he's like half more himself than he was a couple hours ago. Yes. <laughs> His brain cleared up thanks to Tissa. The least he can do is return the favor. So yeah, you you regain two scatter. He's also full of terrible medicine. He's full of terrible medicine. He feels like hell. Don't ask him to do any physical combat. Mm-hmm. And no, Tissa, you cannot attach yourself to the eagle either. <laughs> I see that look in your eye. Yeah. I want to ride the eagle. That says, look... Shout of the Colossus was really cool. You know what was also really cool? Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's really cool. Monster Hunter's really cool. I'll bet that if I do a plunging attack, I can get that mount damage in. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, how about Enchanted Finding to reset the eagle counter again? Yeah. I'll let you reset the eagle counter for one. Great. That's a good thing. Cob time. How's Clara doing? Clara makes it up to the deck. She has a large brass shell in her hands. Okay, go, 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 go. Yeah, Cobb is going to help her load it and get the cannon situated and aimed. Yeah, it is surprisingly light. She got it. Now, this is not going to be as harmless as you wanted. Well, then we'll just have to aim really well. Yeah, leave it to me. I could do that. And it is Penelope time. Penelope is going to use Glittering Arrow to try to continue distracting the bird by shooting a Glittering Arrow that'll get the bird's attention. Yeah, okay. Um, glitter Bomb! <laughs> glitter Bomb! Penelope is going to Glitter Bomb the Eagle. Yes. Glitter Bomb the Eagle. Uh, how many scatter would that be? That stuff gets everywhere. <laughs> 
I'm going to ask for two scatter. Okay. And that is what I have. So, woohoo. All right. So, by that is what you have, you mean you fall over. No, no, no. Um, unless she... No, I think that I think she means she puts that up to nine. You gave me two. You gave me yeah. the two. Yeah, because okay, that's what yeah, I yeah. used the two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because otherwise, I was I was rolling to see if Pollyanna could. Oh, I see. Yeah, keep yeah. you on her back <laughs> when you were no longer actively riding. But yeah, you've got one scatter. What is it like when Penelope has nearly scattered all of it? What is it like being Penelope when she's uh, pushed all of her brain out? She actually, instead of her usual way of being, um, she actually gets oddly focused, (laughs) but usually on something very specific. She probably right now is focused on just the feeling of riding Polly. It takes her back to when she first learned to ride, the beating of the wings, the wind on her face. And this is kind of like she's not really fully paying attention to everything else. The bird returns its attention to the crew and gains altitude. Okay. Cobb, Clara lets you know, I can't, I can't hit it from here. It's too far. Just try. Okay. And Cobb will kind of like hold one hand on her shoulder and look up at the bird and sort of like keep watching. He says, on my mark. I. No, you know, I don't I don't know if I can um on my mark. Okay. <laughs> Not a good roll for somebody who rolls that many dice for cannons. Oh my goodness, no. She rolls so many dice for cannons. Okay. It is Cobb's turn. So Cobb is going to sort of without thinking, he grabs at his waist, draws his sword, and aims at the bird and says fire. Okay. But it is not his sword that he has drawn. For the briefest of moment, the captain's old rusty sword is a brilliant red saber, and I'm going to use guided true. Okay. Nice. Yes. Nick and I were talking about this, and this is an... The sword has a spell piece. Yep. The sword is a mysterious treasure. It carries the spell piece true. There we go. And Cobb is going to use guided true to make Clara's shot strike where we want it to. And... The shell erupts from the cannon. There is a deafening roar of gunpowder, and Clara, being Clara, doesn't flinch. Uh, Polly is visibly startled as you can feel the rhythm of her wing beats go off as the shell sears through the air past her and connects directly with the eagle's chest. And it reels, but catches itself. And then from the eagle's chest, there just erupts a crackling of sparks that bloom out from it like a chrysanthemum, just thousands of little petals of sparks and small flames and brilliant phosphorus white. And the eagle lets out another deafening roar, this time nearly as loud as the cannon itself, flaps its wings a several more times to right itself, and turns back toward its roost. <sighs> Having had quite enough of this nonsense, mm-hmm. this would be an occasion that our friend the eagle will not soon forget. 
but good old Penelope was the one who got it 80% of the way there to, I am so done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, mathematically, no, she got it 20% there. <laughs> I was keeping tallies on that, too. You had to, like, fuck this counter <laughs> basically um that was its scatter actually if this oh, SI'm out okay the ratio of scatter damage to physical damage it did changed as clara was allowed to work mm-hmm. you could have made her fire round one she would have shot to kill <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 but um eight turns meant 80 percent of its scatter was forced by uh by clara's phosphorus firework and she, she kind of lets out a deep sigh. She lays her hand on the cannon and she says, good job. Good job, cannon. Oh. Oh. Okay. And Cobb sort of lowers the sword and, and still staring at the bird. And he just kind of pats Claire on the shoulder with his other hand and says, you did well, engineer. Oh, and uh, he hands her the sword, which is now all like ratty and beat up again. Could you fix uh, the hilt for me? The hilt. This is... <laughs> I promise I'll just fix the hilt. I might sharpen it a little bit. It needs a trip to the grinder. Look at this tip. What happened to this tip? The blade will be fine, I think. It will be once I'm done. Bye! (laughs) Cobb just kind of looks at her and says, if she can put an edge on it when no one else has been able to take a toucan, she's earned it. So Penelope has landed. And she's going to attend to the wound of Polly. Um, that'd be understanding medicine? Yeah. Big bird slash. Yeah. I mean, Poor Polly. Yeah, it, it's, it is unfortunate that Polly got scratched. But I guess on the upside, Polly getting like poked by other aerial predators is probably something that cloud elk actually deal with. Yeah. So like, she's probably not super... Like, super freaked out about her. Or at least we'd hope so. Two successes, no, one she, success. She would have bailed if she was super freaked out. Like I am sure she is probably more scared of the fact that Penelope keeps doing craziness. <laughs> Penelope keeps doing stupid crap. Then, you know, like, oh yeah, eagle, whatever. I can I can, I can, can think in her, like, her mind, she's like, no, no, why, why, why are you, like, no, no, <laughs> why are you on the what? bus? Why, why? And I think as you bandage her neck, she occasionally turns her head to snort at you. She's real mad. You can feel her breath ruffle your hair. and she's <clears throat> Sorry, Polly. You have all that clout now from winning the, <laughs> the trick writing competition, and it's all gone to your head. <laughs> uh, I think Tissa is kneeling on the beach, sort of like, like her head drifting back and forth a little bit. Like, did see that, like, okay... Okay, everything's okay. It's really, really loud everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is loud right now. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus kind of like hobbles over and at first he looks like he's about to extend a hand to you and help mm-hmm. you up. But then he falls over into the sand too and he just Aww. sits down next to you and it's just, I have no idea what just happened. Mm, it's very loud. It was very loud, Mm. except for there's a place where it's not loud, but it's very loud here. There is a place where... Do you need some of Mr. Cobbler's horrible soup? I'm still angry with him. 
What, what, what did it taste like? Look, I don't know if I thought I was dying before drinking it or because of it. When you go away, is it loud there? No. Mm. No, it is, uh, it is dead quiet. Mm. Let's get back to the ship, shall we? He looks up, he's like, I, we're gonna need some help. Um, and Tiss is going to, like, stand up in a very broad gesture, and let's see, that would probably be... I don't know, this sounds like a sensitivity or an adaptability role of some sort to, like, get both of us up. No, that would be a, that would be a daring role. That would be a daring role? Yeah, that's right. a, daring is just straight up executing, I think. Fair enough. Two successes. Oh, no, two successes will somehow get you both to your feet. One for each of you. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so the crewmen ready another boat. As Marcus and Tissa wobble to their feet, the fire sends smoke spiraling up into the sky. Pollyanna is mad. Mm -hmm. She stamps her hooves in the sand and snorts at you. Penelope is still in that state where she's like just basically focused on Polly. She's not quite paying attention to much else around. And Cobb can look out from the ship at an entirely intact crew. I can see they're going to need a lot of help. <laughs> you going to wait on the <laughs> ship or are you going to... Cobb is going to get back in the boat and row to shore and, and help people out. He's going to yell to Claire, though, I'm heading back ashore. Okay, fine. I'm going to try and get uh, some of the other folks here. We'll see what we can do about getting the mast over and getting it reset up on the ship. Great. All right, you be good. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that brings us to memory time. I mean, it has to be Penelope's aerial stunt show, right? <laughs> like, it just has to be Penelope's aerial stunt show. What the hell was that, Curse? <laughs> it was awesome is what it was. I was ready for some of the edge success costs up there to be like, no, you just get thrown off the goddamn bird. <laughs> you just get chucked off bird. Good luck with gravity, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, she, she yeah, definitely could fall. This is... I was, um, I had fun doing that a lot. Um, I actually, my memory is not a, speci a specific thing, but just how shocked everyone was. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> just like the glances exchanged around the room a like, couple of what's, times. What's happening? <laughs> your best memory is your grim deeds and the effect <laughs> that they had on the people around you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your dark impulses and our <laughs> horror at the things that come out of your mouth. Penelope, what is best in life? <laughs> to crush your podcasters, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of your sound editor. <laughs> <laughs> that was real good. <laughs> no, that was... Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> hmm. I think that the thing that I'm definitely carrying with me aside is like a couple of moments of just utter bafflement. <laughs> um, 
But I was glad that I got to ask Marcus about Scatter. Yeah, that was really sweet. I liked that. That's actually interesting because, like, it's not something that I started thinking about a lot until you guys were talking and also being asked, like, what does it look like when Penelope does? Is that, yeah, obviously everyone's going to have a very different reaction to when they feel... And as kind of a peek behind the curtain, that's something that I'm going to be adding as a suggested part of character creation is, like, think about what it's like for your character when they've pushed their brain out their ears. Like, when too much of them is out in the world around them and not in their body, what kinds of sensation is that? What kind of changes come over them? But I had a really strong image, Kirsten, when you um, started really just explaining Mm. it of like this place where you're sort of like fading in and out and sort of all of your consciousness is in like the feeling of the rhythm of this animal on you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I I think Penelope, that connection is kind of like, okay, I'm I'm here with Polly and it's just like a very like, okay, I'm good. It's sort of like if you go to a really big event with someone and you get overwhelmed, but then there's that like that person. So it's like, okay, all right. My person is here, like it's, you know, mm-hmm. you, yeah. you kind of get focused on, yeah. All right. So good job, everybody. Good job. So this is the end of Cobb Arc. So what, um, I think I'm going to say, I'm going to make you take understanding, but the other one. Uh, yeah, understanding, I think, was I was going to, always going to take that one. Yeah. Anyways, that sounds like, that, that's a good one. I think the other one would definitely be daring. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to trust people, even if they're kind of crazy, and that takes a lot of daring. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. that's fair, and that's a lot of Cobb's interactions with others. Well, and also the, like, no, just fire, trust me, is also a pretty daring move. Yeah, no, I dug that a lot. I dug that. That was great. So my next question is, um, it's not a question. You guys can all take five points in navigators. Na- yeah, navigator skills. Ooh. Oh. You guys spend some time surviving in an island environment. Five points is a lot. Five points is a lot, but I've been I've been forgetting to do this. Next arc, who knows? Next arc, I have no idea what we're doing next arc. But here's what I do know. Thanks for playing with me, guys. Yay. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. This was great. I wish we could do this every week, but... Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us for this very special um, podcast, listeners. The one where we're in Portland. <laughs> the yeah. one... Which, by the way, that's what I meant when I said every week. We obviously do the podcast every week, but everybody yeah. being in town and being together and being in this this cool little this this cool little recording studio. Yeah, this is lovely. It's very nice. Yeah, but whether we're recording from America, Canada, or a boat in international waters where we can get away with all the crimes Kirsten does, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. We would love to hear from you. If you would like to leave us a comment or a question, tell us your stories. Leave us your memories. We need them for fuel. I will die without your memories. You don't want that on your conscience. You'll live with that for the rest of your days. You can use Twitter at PeachGardenRPGs to save my life with your memories. Or you can use the email form on PeachGardenGames.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We would. Mm-hmm. We, like when you're, we, we like when you play with us. We like you, listener. We like you a lot, listener. You can't okay. you can't see right now, but I'm making a heart. She is making a heart. I can verify that. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> or <you> once <laughs> the heart can be verified. <laughs> <laughs>